double trouble for you today. Um, they aren't super troublesome, but they are super amazing. <laughs> and um, these guests, we actually are doing a collaboration, which I'm super excited to talk about. So, but first, let me introduce them. So, hey, Abigail. Hey, Emily. How are y'all doing today? Hello. Hi, guys. Yay. So excited for you guys to get connected with them. So let's just go ahead and start off by having y'all talk a couple of details about you and your business. Well, if you have not met us before, I don't know where you've been. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm not no. But we have had an online education company for a couple of years now, and we started as service-based entrepreneurs turned teachers teaching what we learned how to do when we built that business. And um, now we help online business owners from all over the world create profitable and sustainable businesses online by marketing online, which sounds like so simple and yet is a lot more complicated than one might think. Um, but system yep. saved me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't, I couldn't help myself. I love it. I appreciate it. That's for sure. Yeah. And I love what you guys are doing and really helping simplify kind of what this crazy online business world is, <laughs> and, but also making it super fun and super inviting and all of that stuff. So speaking of, if you want to know what I've been up to with the Think Creative Collective gals, Abigail and Emily, we are doing a summit together, which is super, super awesome. And it is amazing. You guys have like quite the, uh, the speaker lineup, I must oh, say. Listen, um, <laughs> I don't know how that happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we're, we're having a ball being a part of it. I know that for sure. So go ahead and share all about the boss project and who it's for and what types of topics that yes. my audience can learn about. Get into it. Yeah, we're super excited. This is our first ever summit. So like you guys are kind of getting in on the ground floor. You're going to get to see all of the mistakes that we made, but um, it's kind of starting off with a bang already. So it's the Boss Project Summit. It's a beginner business series. And it's uh, for people who, you know, we intentionally created this summit to be specifically for beginner business owners. And then it's kind of morphed. And we've heard a lot of our friends who already have successful six figure and even seven figure businesses who are like, Ooh, I'm coming to that breakout session. Oh, I'm going to listen to that keynote. So it's really meant for anyone who's looking to grow a sustainable business online, no matter if you're new or you're established and you're needing just kind of a kick in the pants, a lot of the different keynotes and breakouts might apply to you depending on where you're at in your business. But we've got everything from branding and messaging to sales funnels and of course systems to planning for profit, um, using drop shipping to grow your online shop, marketing Ooh. for your personality, bookkeeping and kind of dissecting your numbers so you can make sure that you are actually making money and paying yourself and building a sustainable business. Because at the end of the day, like every single topic and every single strategy that we want to put in front of our audience and in front of, you know, everyone listening is something that's going to make you sustainable and not a flash in the pan. I want your business to yes. be around next year, three years, five years, 10 years from now. And I want to provide you the tools to help you do that. And so no matter where you're at, the Boss Project Summit is perfect for you. It's a hundred percent free to come and watch every single keynote and breakout session. So like, it is a literal no-brainer. I will say, though, you guys, it is 
definitely worth the upgrade to the Mm -hmm. VIP status because I, I don't think anyone listening has enough energy to sit down and watch every single talk before they expire. Yeah. There's over 40. So yeah, it's (laughs) a lot of content and the, the content is only up for 24 hours. So if, if you have a talk you're really interested in listening to at 10 a.m. on one day, the next day at 10.01, it's going to be gone unless you grab your all-access pass. And inside that pass, you're going to get lifetime access to all of the content. You're going to get access to the coolest virtual swag bag that ever did exist. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're getting entered to win the biggest giveaway we've ever been a part of. We're talking thousands and thousands of dollars worth of prizes, courses, one-on-one consultations, um, memberships, books, planners, like the whole nine yards, everything. We're having over 40 winners. So someone's not going to walk away with all of that because that would just be goofy. There's Mm -hmm. no way they could utilize all of it. So we're breaking it up and going to give away as many different things to as many different people as possible. I'm just so pumped for it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it is probably one of the most comprehensive summits that, I mean, you heard from, from Abigail and Emily, what all the different topics are. I mean, if you are looking for helping your business really in any area, it's probably being covered in the summit. Yeah, it's true. Um, Definitely come and check it out. It's going to be happening next week, but sign up now today. So that way you will not miss out on any of it. And I also would just like to toot my own horn for a hot Mm -hmm. second because I... And winning the badge, I think, still right now, yeah, for the best title yes. for my summit, yes. and it is going to be how to Olivia Popify your business using ClickUp. Oh my God, <laughs> handled, babes! Oh my gosh! Yeah. So if you want access to that juicy bit, yeah, plus all these other people, which I don't think we've even covered, who's coming, like. We're talking people you legit recognize, like Tyler McCall, Caitlin Batcher, um, Shante Grant, Zach Spuckler, Steph Crowder, Courtney Johnston, Kira Hug. Like, I mean, so many faces, so many good people. And that ticket is ready and waiting for you at mm-hmm. systemsaveme.com slash boss project. It's really that easy. Yeah. So come on over and I will be there live during my presentation so we can chitty chat in the little yes. chat and it's going to be, it's going to be a blast. And I would love to see you guys all over there. So speaking of this summit and I mean, again, with how much is going on with it and how you guys are having to plan and manage a lot of people and not even a lot of people, a lot of busy people, you obviously have had to put some plans in place and figure out what tools are going to help you to make sure that there aren't being any balls dropped. So starting out before the summit, like what was it that you guys were thinking, okay, if we're going to be doing this summit, like before we start implementing, like what are the tools that you guys were like, okay, these are the types of tools that we're going to need to put an easy system in place for us to manage everything. Well, the first thing we did was honestly talk to a friend of ours that had successfully done several summits prior. And she is 
um, awesome. Kirsten Sherwood, she gave us access to her incredible framework um, through the Modern Conference, and we were able to utilize that with a combination of her crazy awesome Trello board and our extensive experience with utilizing that system to like make this the smoothest thing I think it could have ever been for the first well, go around. Because it was on our list. People don't really know this, but it was on our to-do list to do a summit for probably two years before we finally yeah. just said, okay, let's do it. And the thing that was preventing us actually making a decision is because we didn't know where to start organizing mm -hmm. all of the moving pieces. Well, how far back do we need to plan? When do we need to start reaching out to people? And what about sponsors? And what should we offer? And how is it structured? And all of those questions really overwhelmed us and literally made us sit on it for two years before we actually made a decision. Oh my gosh. So what we did was what I feel like a lot of people should do a lot faster and realize that there's someone out there who already created an amazing workflow for us to follow and said, you know what, if you implement this, it's going to save you crap ton of time. And if yeah. you use it using other systems that you already use in your business, and we kind of tweaked it and we kind of added in a couple of different systems that we're going to talk about here in a second that even made the process like that much smoother. But we truly relied on someone who had already figured it out and had, it just saved us so much freaking time and kind of built out this like who, what, when, where, and how of the yeah. summit and truly allowed us to go from idea on a Wednesday to start implementing planning the very next week to start getting our title sponsor the week after that to start getting speakers saying yes that same week. I mean, we're talking like within two weeks, so much of it was built and ready to go that it was like, oh crap, that was easy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I love that. I mean, I am all about getting the workflows and the systems and having somebody else who's done it before and done it successfully mm -hmm. just give you the roadmap. So was getting so getting the roadmap was finally kind of what drove you to be like, okay, like we can do this, we can move yeah. forward. After two years, I mean, two years is a long time to sit yeah. on an idea. And so having the confidence in, in Kirsten and, and her amazing, amazing workflow and systems yeah. would definitely help in that well, area. I think part of it too was like, we had implemented a lot of launching in the past mm. and that alone is complicated oh from a tech perspective. <laughs> yes. But this is I, I wouldn't say it's like hurting cats because these are very smart, intelligent people, but there's just, there's so many people involved and so many moving pieces that we were just really hesitant. Yeah. yeah. And just when you're talking about having over 40 speakers, it's getting over 40 people's schedules in line, getting mm. things recorded, getting things sent, getting things edited, making custom pages for everyone. Like every single speaker, sponsor, breakout keynote, whatever, gets their own landing page for an affiliate. They get their own page where their presentation is going to be held. Like, so every, like that's 80 pages right there, at least that we're custom yep. building for everyone. And so you have to have something that you're relying on, like a process or a system or some sort of workflow, uh, it, or it's just going to take forever and drive you crazy. Yeah, exactly. I a hundred percent agree with you. So kind of walk us through the steps that you took to really nail down kind of those three tools to help you run your summits more smoothly and kind of walk us through what each of these tools does for you and sure. does for the people who are involved. Yeah. So all of these tools 
were ones that we've already been utilizing and it was like a no-brainer like this we're we're not gonna like use a new system or reinvent the wheel to make this happen so trello has been our primary um workflow for all of our business planning and project management and i mean we even developed a product around it trelloforbusiness.com has gosh, like 3,500 people have purchased and implemented that program. Like it's insanity. That's amazing. Um, And so although we don't have like the summit framework from modern conference in there, it's still like utilizing Mm -hmm. the same principles of organizing and tagging and headers and all like all of those things. Um, and Slack is something we started using this year, Emily. Yeah. At the beginning of this year. And was fairly, I mean, it was new to us at the beginning. I, I really was hesitant. We were both very hesitant. We are, we will ride that Trello train until we die. (laughs) And we, we used it Trello exclusively, no other system whatsoever in our business for so long. But as our team grew, as outside communication grew, like, yeah that it's not as easy breezy inside Trello. And I think that they've updated a little bit of that now, but we had our business manager come on and our operations manager uh, late last uh, 2017. And she was like, y'all, like this communication in here sucks. So we need to find something better. So she actually introduced us to Slack and we decided to, you know, keep the communication regarding the summit within our team inside of Slack. Yeah. So we manage all of our team communication there. Um, we really try to keep it like specific, I mean, uh, short-term tasks that don't necessarily need like a full-blown card that need Mm long-term tracking. Mm -hmm. Um, like blitz communication where I need to get an answer fast, that kind of thing. Um, and also just like, day to day, like if you were talking at the water fountain, like asking about a project, like that's where it's happening. Yeah. Um, Trello is like the hard and fast things I need to look up. Mm -hmm. So people's Mm -hmm. bios, people's pictures, links to things like our checklists for processes, all of that. What are we missing from people? We used to have communication in there, but often it would get lost. And Emily and I, went on an email fast that just mm-hmm. never ended. <laughs> yeah, um, oh so I haven't truly like, this is not exaggerating. <laughs> I haven't opened an email in like two years. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. That mm-hmm. really is. It's magical. <laughs> it's really magical. Yeah. So you we just- had to get really clear on what, what type of communication exists in Trello, what type of communication exists on Slack. Um, and we, we use one other system for quick and dirty communications with one member of our team. We use Voxer, but that's right. for, you know, thinking out your thoughts a little bit when in kind of in between meetings. But um, we really kind of had to ask ourselves like what, what purpose do these systems serve for us within this project and within our business as a whole and really being mindful of like using that system for that intended purpose only. Yeah. Mm. Now the, the last one that I'll mention, and if you have more questions, feel free to ask, but, um, inside Facebook, we decided that we wanted to have all of our affiliate communication, Um, and so we technically have like 
instructions and links and how to create your links and all of that living in a portal inside Teachable. And that's awesome. Yeah. Like, golden. I'm glad it's organized. But y'all are humans and because you're busy and because most of you have virtual assistants or someone else answering email, yeah. I wanted the ability to actually talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> and um, not everyone I think is like on Slack constantly. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. we thought, you know, I'm pretty sure everyone's on Facebook. Yeah. And so it was an easy way to just have places we could right. cyberstalk people who were turning things in late. Yeah. Or, well, and um, I think Facebook still serves. Yeah. Facebook still serves as that really unique space for business communication as it's like um, super casual and super like you can respond to someone on Facebook at night as a business owner to another business owner. And we know that that's like, that's all that's that conversation is going to go. You know what I mean? But like, I think the boundaries for business to business inside a private Facebook group or community are a lot more loose. And so us being able to get quicker responses or us being able to share like the leaderboard with how many signups you guys have or how the summit in general is going. I think that that's a really fun atmosphere to have that. Yeah, I I totally agree. Yeah, I was going to ask why you decided to do Facebook over Slack. And yeah, I mean, I feel like a lot of people do use Slack, but also Facebook probably has a way higher percentage of people who who are personally using it so that you don't I have think to so. And Slack to me still feels like a business notification. Like I have my, like, I don't get notifications after certain hours on Slack because it's work stuff. And I have another Slack channel that is a little bit more, um, it's a, um, like a mom business mastermind that I'm in. And I love chatting with those women at all hours of the day, but I miss a lot of their stuff because I don't see them at night. And if I open up Slack, even to respond to them, I will open up our work Slack channel and want to respond to people within our team. But on Facebook, it's not like that. And so I, I, I'm also that, like I stick to Facebook groups for business casual conversations instead of mm-hmm. really anywhere else. Yep. And I mean, I'll be completely honest. We we don't like to reinvent wheels here. I I don't know if you're seeing the trend, Um, (laughs) but we've been an affiliate for Courtney Foster Donahue for a while Mm -hmm. um, for her Facebook course. And she utilizes a Facebook group to communicate with her affiliates. And we always thought that it felt fun. Yeah. And like, we actually became friends with a lot of the other affiliates that honestly we wouldn't have met otherwise. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. we were, I mean, we haven't stolen everything yet. But <laughs> we stole everyone's ideas basically. Um, <laughs> but but no, I we told her, we were like, girl, we're taking that. <laughs> yeah. I said, PS, like, I know you don't care because we're BFFs or whatever, but well, I, and she's in our group too. Cause she's yeah. also speaking at the summit sure. and she was like, heck yeah, because it's just, I think it just makes it a, just a really fun, casual group of, of kind of a little bit of networking and chatter and just fun stuff. And we've had like other, other speakers pop in there. That's like, Hey, if you want me to give you feedback on like graphics you're making to promote the summit, I'm happy to do that. Cause like, he's really good at branding. And like a couple of other people have offered help to, you know, newer business owners who are speaking at the summit. And so I think it's just such a great atmosphere. 
Oh, totally. I mean, it's similar to when you go and, and speak at conferences or other events, how there's like that speaker green room and you yes. get to like chat with, with other people who are doing other business things and just chatting about how potentially then you can collaborate with them or, or what you guys have in common and stuff like that. So I love that you thought about it as kind of the water cooler area for the speakers and, and for it not to just be like, all all things summit but also just like get to know each other like have fun and and uh it's been it's been a a cool experience that's for sure and so kind of between those three areas do you use like integrations between any of those as somebody who's like a total automation fanatic or is it is everything pretty like separate from like trello facebook group and slack I I would love to say that we, I literally was about to say, I would love to tell you they are. No, no, (laughs) they're, they each stand on their own. I know our team members use a couple of integrations like to do bot within Slack to talk to Trello. Um, but as I don't know, as, as the bosses, as the founders, we, we even utilize it differently than our own team. Like our own team has channels, um, that we're not even a part of on Slack And so they're like communicating and they're delegating and they're doing whatever. Um, So maybe they do, but we don't. (laughs) Ain't nothing wrong with that, right? (laughs) Everyone has their own working style. That's for sure. So that's super cool. So I'm going to get into the last few questions. So what was y'all's best financial investment in business? I know mine, but do you, I don't, I, I'm going to wait to hear yours. (laughs) I still, I'm going to go with the firm belief in Facebook ads. Mm, Yeah. I think I was super intimidated by them when we started and I still have money blocks around them occasionally or a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I can't find any other tool system service person that has such a direct return on investment so quickly if done appropriately yeah yes uh, the asterisk I know I think we all have money blocks around Facebook ads and we just have to get over Um, them yep yep. I mean that at the end of the day that's all you have to do (laughs) right yep just work on through it that's for sure cool is that the same one for you Emily No. So I'm going to take it way back. And I think the thing that I would say is our best financial investment, because it was a huge springboard to everything that we do in our business now, um, was investing in webinar jam month one of Uh business. So that system is an all in one kind of like webinar out of a box, but you can also send emails. You can do registration pages. You can do thank you pages. Um, you can send reminder emails, like all of, all of the things you can sell within a webinar. You can add your slides like right out of the box. There was so much that it offered and month one, we invested in that and had a webinar and made our money back within our first webinar because we sold at the end. And that taught us that we love doing webinars and we love teaching and we love selling in this way. And we love giving and storytelling and helping others and interacting with our audience. And so I truly think that that investment, which led us to do our first webinar, which led us to sell our first course, really shifted, you know, even how we do business today. Uh, yeah. Oh, totally. Webinars, you know, some people give them a bad rep and whatnot, but they are a, just 
they're a really great way to sell, especially if you are in the course side of things. And even if you are doing high ticket, like group programs, also still the webinar. Well, Um, and I know so many people, you know, I think, I don't know what webinar jam costs right now because we bought it so long ago and it is a yearly investment for us, but it's worth it every time it renews. I think I spent around 500 bucks on that. And it's expensive, right? Especially yep. month one in business. And it's expensive to, to kind of take a gamble if I don't even know if I'm going to like webinars kind of thing. But so many people try to hack using a free something oh, or another for no, no. webinars. So they can either test it or they can try to sell or they can save 500 bucks. But truly like investing in that all-in-one system was the best thing we could have ever done because it just made it so easy and it flowed well and nothing broke and you know, Emily it saved me from myself. I did. So <laughs> when I, when I met Abby, she was, she was one of those people I'm talking about who is trying to like hack doing a Google hangout and making it a webinar yeah. about how to get emails yeah. and how to remind people. And it was just, it could have worked with a lot of band-aids, like sticking it together, but it, yeah. it wasn't easy and it would have taken her so much time. And something is bound to break when you have that many pieces like added on like that. And so the, I think the root of my point is like investing in, in, an all-in-one system so you don't have to piecemeal it together. Yep. I am a huge fan of that as well. Like it can get, I love a good integration, but also like stop trying to do the most. Right. Like 17 different tools to make one webinar happen. Like it's right. Just to save like a couple hundred bucks. Like really, (laughs) I would rather you make that focus your energy on making that back in the webinar. Yep. (laughs) I, I totally agree. So then I'm interested to see if you guys have the same or, or different I think here as we well. Have is what was your worst financial investment in business? Is it the same one, Abby? I don't know. It probably <laughs> is, but there was two situations that made us lose a lot of money. Uh-huh. And Both were kind of related, but not really. I would say the biggest one was investing in someone to do something that we weren't even totally ready to do ourselves. (laughs) And then it ended up crashing and burning because I don't know if it was because we weren't ready or they weren't the right fit. Well, I think it was that they, I think ultimately is they weren't the right fit because we were ready literally like two months later to do the same thing with someone better. And Mm -hmm. so I think like the, the root lesson, at least for me is we wanted change so badly. So we wanted to sell in a different way. We wanted to make money in a different way. We were burnt out in a way that we were doing stuff in our business that we said yes to a team that honestly, like we knew wasn't the right fit. Like they didn't speak our language. They didn't really know our business that well. Um, it was an all male team and we are an all female team. And like those can work sometimes, but when, when that team is expected to write like us and sell like us and talk to our audience, like we should have seen the red flags really, really quickly. And we didn't until, you know, $17,000 later. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's an ouch yeah. right there. <laughs> yeah, it it's it still stings a little bit, but it led to some really really good decisions and, you know, we're over it now and it was a big lesson learned, oh, but yeah, I'm so over it. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> totally. I get that. So, well, 
yeah, I think that a lot of times your worst financial investments end up like leading to leading you to your best financial investments, oddly enough. Yeah. So, so I'm glad to hear that there was a, an upside to that. So, so where can people find you online? Obviously there's going to, wherever they find you, they're going to see a lot of buzz about what's going on with this boss project summit, but tell the folks where they can find you. If you've got Facebook, Pinterest, all the places, wherever. Well, obviously you're going to want to grab your ticket to the summit. So That's I'm going to, really all you need to do. So I'm going to send you to systemsaveme.com slash boss project. Perfect. However, I, I do like hanging out on Instagram. I think Emily is just about banned every social media. It's true. Um, <laughs> but I would hang out with us over at Think Creative Collective on Instagram. You can check out our our blog, which is awesome. Think, same thing, thinkcreativecollective.com. And then we do have our own podcast. So if you like listening yes. to podcasts, I have a feeling you're going to like listening to our podcast because it's yep. us you know, doing our thing for like twice a week all the time. So, um, that's over at the strategy hour and you can find us on iTunes and everywhere you listen to a podcast. Nice. Easy enough. Perfect. And all of those links will be in the description as well as the show notes, all the places. So definitely go and check out systemsaveme.com slash boss project so that you can come hang out with me, hang out with a bunch of the people they mentioned, Zach Buckler, Haley Burke, Courtney Johnston, all the great peeps. And uh, thanks guys for being on the show. Yeah. Thank you so much for having us. Thanks.